On the 27th edition of What Would Venus Do?, the goddesses discuss all things Venus retrograde. Sarah, our in-house astrologer, provides the astronomical observations of this event, as well as how it is directly related to each of the women's charts. From there, a profound conversation develops around local environments, authentically sharing your work with the world, creativity, eight-year cycles, and embodiment. Stephanie, Sarah, and Kristen reflect on their own relationship with the archetype of Venus and how much has come full circle for them since the last Venus retrograde of eight years ago. An inspiring conversation to tune into, to receive a download, and tap more into your own Venusian energy. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of What Would Venus Do? We are going to be talking about Venus retrograde. So I'm going to give the mic over to Sarah, who's like our in-house astrologer um, and just has been studying that for many, many years. So Sarah, let's kick us off. Yeah, I feel that it would be very silly of us to not have an episode discussing this, considering the title of our podcast and considering that Venus um, and her transits, uh, they are very special. And so when Venus goes retrograde, it happens in the same place in the sky every time she does it every eight years so there's multiple venus retrogrades um throughout the you know the years but the last time that she was retrograding in this particular location in the sky was eight years ago and if you look at the um the orbital motion of venus compared to the sun and the way that she moves around the sun there her pattern turns into this rose or into this flower, which I just think is really interesting. And the reason that it turns into what looks like a flower instead of just a circle is because of the retrograde. Um, so if you, you know, if our listeners want to, you can Google it, you know, you can Google Venus rose or Venus flower, and you'll see what the pattern looks like as she orbits. Um, and, and so that's just, kind of the astronomical side for a second. Uh, But people tend to think that retrogrades have to do with reviewing things, turning back, um, re-engaging with things. A lot of the re-words, so like the Mercury retrogrades that we're all used to in pop astrology, it's all very much associated with like redoing things and all of that. But I don't actually subscribe to that because when a planet's retrograde, it appears to be moving backwards based on our perception on planet Earth. But in reality, what it's actually doing is the reason that we perceive it as moving retrograde is because it is closer to us 
in its orbit as it possibly can get. So it can't get closer to Earth. Venus can't get closer to Earth than it is right now. Venus is as close to Earth as she gets. And that's always true when she's retrograding. So what I really look at Venus retrogrades as is a time when Venus and Venusian themes are amplified. And there are specific dates that I want to invite everyone to look back at. First of all, like I said, what was happening eight years ago? So the summer um, of eight years ago, that was 2015. So what was happening in 2015 for you? And are there themes that are re revisiting you in a sense? And, um, and are they, has there been, let's say this, has there been an evolutionary path that you've walked from who you were then and the different relational material and um, personal things that were happening then to the person that you are now? I think everyone hopefully will say yes. Um, and I say personal, relational, material, all of those words because they relate to Venus. Uh, Venus isn't just about relationships. She's also about just the way that we connect in general to things and um, also the things that we have, the things that we own, the things that we desire to have and all of that. So it'll be different for each one of us and each one of you for the Venus retrograde because it's going to be, like I said, in the sign of Leo, which falls in a particular area in your chart. So all that to say, the dates that you want to look at for this particular retrograde is June 19th. That's when she entered shadow, July 22nd. So just about a week ago, she entered retrograde. And then on September 3rd, she'll move out of retrograde and October 10th, she's going to finally move out of the shadow that she was in. So this is a pretty long stretch of time. Usually Venus only stays in a sign for, for like, for like 30 days. So she's in a sign for three months. So what I'm anticipating and what I'm seeing happen, because for me personally, Venus falls in my 10th house and the 10th house has to do with the work in the world, the way that I show up in the world. And there's been a revisiting of some of the work that I did, you could say a few months ago, maybe even over the past two years, that now we're going to basically revivify and breathe new life into that wasn't necessarily given a lot of time or it wasn't the right time to breathe life into that thing or to give life to that thing. Um, so it's kind of like Venus is coming to that area of your chart and really breathing this Venusian energy back into it and adding all of the flourishes that we think of when we think of Venus. So, so that's for me specifically. Now for Kristen, it's interesting because Venus falls for Kristen into her third house and she can speak to this when she speaks, but the third house has to do with the local environment. So the place that you are locally is what is going to be affected by this Venus retrograde. And she has a lot to tell you, you know, she's moved local environments and in a sense returned to some old local environments. So I think it's going to be really interesting to kind of hear about how it's shown up when it comes to 
where where her local environment is and how that's evolved and then for Stephanie it's happening in her fifth house of creativity and so there's been a real I think um influx of energy around creative pursuits but I'm going to let you guys uh speak to those things and you can kind of go into it a little bit more Wow, thank you, Sarah Bear. That that was uh, very illuminating. And uh, huh. so for our listeners, you both know this. The, the, the Venusian energy of this retrograde has not, I didn't know this until Sarah, you just shared it all, but is very immense and certainly affecting every aspect of my life the fact that she'll be in this retrograde for three months is in alignment with I have I guess the around the same amount of time left in my pregnancy I just have entered my third trimester at the same time as Venus going retrograde. I, two days ago, have moved from the United Kingdom, where I've lived for six years, probably been planning it for eight, more than that. So the timing again that, Sarah, you speak of eight years ago to now, in that time, I have called the Cotswolds of Southwest England, my home, where I, where I fell deeply in love, where I became a wife, where I birthed and conceived my children. And I became the most pure essence of myself as a woman, as an adult. And it will always be my home. My heart will always be in two places energetically between there and here in America. And I've returned back to the place of my birth on the Jersey Shore a completely evolved being from the last time I lived here. So that is also very apt and on point because for pretty much my entire life, I wanted to get as far away from here as I possibly could have. And I was successful in that. I've lived in multiple states and multiple foreign countries and if if you had said to me a year ago that you'll be moving back to where you're from and moving back to the beach I would number one I would I would I I wouldn't believe you and even more if you had said 
you would actively choose this and that I would want to to do this and move back to where I come from, I would think you were totally crazy. But here I am. And uh, I, I, I love how for me that the Venus is in my local environment because it, this is my local environment, but the, the difference is I am so much, I have so much more healthy, clear boundaries around the life that I'm now going to be creating and who I am in this life compared to who I was when I, before I, before I lived in England for almost uh, more than half a decade. So that I didn't know all that, Sarah, but it does feel very coming, coming of full circle and really, really huge shifts for, for me in, in, in every single way. And I just look forward to being this, much more sovereign and whole and grounded and in a state of surrender person who can embrace living here and all the things that I love about it and really embrace those things. But then at the same time, just really shedding and letting go of, of all the things that, that I, that I had tried so hard for so long to to run away from that I feel there's none of that anymore I've made I I'm just at I'm at peace and at peace with my decisions and um and and welcoming my my child here during that during that same three month period that Venus is retrograde feels also very very beautiful so that's my story in a nutshell and Stephanie take it away yeah I would also say as someone who's known you for decades um (laughs) that over the past eight years you've really embodied your Venusian energy and that archetype it's it gives me chills to think about it but yeah when I'm with Kristen and Kristen I Kristen and I went to Paris on this like Venusian pilgrimage and we we joked and were serious that she was the best person to go with to Paris because she really embodies the the goddess of venus so definitely over the past eight years you very much so have allowed that identity to blossom within you and it's been beautiful to witness uh yeah so sarah thank you so much for the intel and what you said about the her journey being in the shape of a flower is just so beautiful and of course of course that would be venus's journey right Um, and for me, just listening to you speak and allowing myself to interpret it, uh, it really feels like 
looking and looking at my creativity and allowing my creativity to be unleashed in a way that can support a more Venusian lifestyle. So very much this softening and this um, taming of my masculine energy in order to really come into balance with my feminine energy as well. So looking back at things that I've created that I've never put out into the world and seeing how I can bring breathe new life into them and bring them up to date so that I can start to share them. And yeah, just not just figuring out how to not be so hard in every way and really understanding what it's like to soften into my everyday is what it really feels like to me. And when I was looking, trying to remember like eight years ago, eight years ago, I'm pretty positive was a point where I had accepted a job offer, a job offer working as an office manager in, um, uh, I, I always called it like the dungeon because it didn't have any windows to the outside, but like I started working there. And of course, many things have unfolded since then, but that was like a very big decision and like a big turning point because I was finally making, uh, a decent enough income to be able to then, you know, rent a house and move out of the location I was out at to live on my own with my partner. And it, it felt like a lot of maturity had happened within that time frame. But then of course, lots more has happened and had been created and there's been a lot more maturity and who I was eight years ago seems very far away from who I am now, but there's definitely lessons that are repeating themselves at this current <laughs> time. So um, yeah, I definitely want to take a look at the, what those lessons are. Cause I feel like with this new awareness that I've gained over the past eight years that I can really start to unravel those patterns that I've been stuck in for my entire life. Uh, this is so much better. This, this topic of conversation was so much better than even I thought it was going to be. So, and I thought it was going to be good just to say, so I'm, I wrote a couple notes from what both of you guys said, because there's, there's some things that I feel like drawing from like Kristen it's like eight years ago, you would, if somebody had told you, you're just going to be back in um, America, you would probably have like, you know, just in like shot daggers at them with your eyes, you know, <laughs> yes, gave them the finger. Like, how dare you say something like that? But the thing that just washed over me as you were talking is the fact that we go on these adventures because we think that we need something. We need to find something in order to be able to come home to ourselves. And so we just consistently are, and in, in some cases, you know, like we do find something at, or someone, right? A person 
that is very important to us, but the location is rarely as important as we think that it is. And, and it's not to say that we shouldn't go on trips, that we shouldn't live new places, that we shouldn't travel the world, that we shouldn't decide to move to different parts of the uh, the country. But you know what I'm realizing within my own moving, because if you had told me eight years ago, because I was in Manahawk and just had graduated from college and was um, getting ready to move to North Jersey, because I felt like there was something that I needed to get that was out there, you know, in North Jersey. But if you had told me I would be living with family eight years, I would have done the same thing. I would have put, given you fingers, shot daggers at you. Like, of course that's not. But the fact is, is that I was always seeking to heal things outside of myself by external means, right? I was trying to, um, or I was trying to heal things inside of myself by external external changes. And it's like, what has become valuable to me has shifted so dramatically because now what is valuable to me truly is Venusian things. It's health, it's wellness, it's my body. You know, it is my vitality. You know, it's in a sense, sometimes I think my vanity, but like my vanity is only a external indication of how well I'm doing internally. And so it's like the, the number one value that I have is taking care of self and loving self and wherever I can do that best. And same thing for the people that are in my life, like that's where I want to be, um, wherever they can do it best. That's where I want them to be. And so it's, it's just, that has shifted so profoundly for me to think, oh, I need to go and be like a boss babe in New York city in order to have worth. And it's like, actually I need to be healthy, vital, vibrant, alive to feel like I'm myself. And that's the, that's the biggest shift that I've seen because yeah, like to some people, and I've talked to people too, who are still in a sense in the matrix and they're like, you know, shocked that I'm like living with family. And I just, I'm like, I'm healthy. Like I'm, I'm taken care of my body. My nervous system is healing for the first time in my life. So yes, like this is where I'm so happy to be here right now to be able to heal and to be able to prioritize myself in ways that I was never, I even didn't understand that you could even do. So that, and then Stephanie, I just think it's, it's interesting because Venus has like this perfect, perfectly symmetrical orbit so not all planets have that and um what you said about like basically the lessons consistently coming back around because I think with your it was almost like you you were starting on a new you were starting something new but like it was still old like there's like this newness and also this oldness to it where we've been here before you know, same thing with like, like right now, like we've been here before. The lessons don't change that much. We stay in the same, we just circle closer and closer to our own center as we're traveling our path. So it's like, we keep doing this coiling thing where we, we're going to repeat stuff, 
but the lesson we become more refined in dealing with it and we become more refined in the way that it shows up in our lives so it feel that feels really um really fitting you know because i think your creativity didn't even know that it existed eight years ago but it was starting to scream and be like i, I still need to come out like i like this isn't going to be enough either but like it, it was it was getting ready to start pawing at the doors you know um which is very fifth house uh and then just to say for everyone there's a 40-day window with venus retrogrades and so even though we've been talking about, about the past eight years and in a sense this is an eight-year process there's a big cycle and a little cycle and a, like and in every part of life there's big and small cycles um and so but i think the 40 days is interesting because i think that this is a time where we can deeply look at those venusian themes in ways where we can really get a feel for how far it is that we've come from and like how much closer we have gotten to self in the journey that we've taken so yeah i love this topic i'm glad i love our i love our podcast name Me too. I am so happy that you chose this topic. And I agree with you that the, the nectar and the juiciness of this conversation and the aha moments that we're all having together as, as three Venusian goddesses and best friends has been really activating for me. And oh man, Sarah, I love, I'm obsessed with everything that, that you just said. And the, the fact of the matter is, in the journey that we've all been on these eight years in this bigger cycle, I think what the three of us are realizing deeply in this conversation together now today is that it doesn't matter what it looks like, like i.e. living with family or i.e. you've had some things flower that have felt like a bit more reoccurring or lessons you're still learning today, but it matters how it feels on the inside. And I think that that is the place we're all in and that for our listeners as well, that it doesn't matter what it looks like, whether it be your environment, whether it be a lesson that you're continuing to, to be shown as a gift, but it matters how each time it feels to you. And I think for the three of us, this is, I, I think this is the closest to our like optimum uh, Venusian essence throughout the, this, this eight year cycle that, that the that the way it feels is the most in alignment with Venus herself and how we are then choosing to conduct ourselves and our behavior and what we are focusing our attention on. Sarah, like you said, the, the, the utmost care and reflection of how your internal, internal world is doing, because that's, that's what I, that's what I really felt yesterday is, um, very jet lagged off the plane, just went to the beach for a couple hours and it's the same beach 
it's the same local environment, but I was so different in it because I'm, I'm sovereign and I'm embodied and I'm aligned with Venus and her, her, her wisdom and her, 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 who she is as, 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 as a being to be revered. I am so much more in alignment with that than I was the last time round that Sarah's you're, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter where you are, but it, it matters who you are within because that is what's going to be exuded into whatever reality you end up creating. And um, I don't know if you want to touch on any of the, the 40 day cycle stuff, but I, from what Stephanie and I know of Kundalini yoga and, and Steph, if, if, if you can think of anything else around this is that there's Sarah was saying before we got on the call that that Jesus had a, a you know his period of 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 walking for you know 40 days 40 nights kundalini has kriyas that are that are um supposed to be done optimal time of 40 days that and that is because it takes 40 days neurologically speaking and scientifically to break a habit or to allow a new habit to be formed so that that's why that period of time is so important. And I think that Venus would have a lot of lessons just in and of itself there for us that, that this window is, is taking place over a 40 day period of time. So Stephanie. Just beautiful, beautiful point and perspective about it being all about what's and how you feel internally. And so I want to just invite our listeners to think about what you want your next eight, like, where do you want to be in eight years? We often look at like the one year, five year mark, but eight years will be interesting to think about and look at are there any current belief systems or patterns that you're currently operating from that go against who it is you want to become and have those kind of be your pillars and, and guiding post, like your, your vision is your, your guiding post, your compass, and then your belief systems are just what you're really looking at every single day to try and un unravel, untangle. And then start to think about the archetype of Venus and how you are feeling every single day and how you can start to really, really nourish yourself so that you feel good in every single situation that you'll find yourself in every single hurdle and obstacle that you'll come across through the next eight year window. I hope that's helpful and uh, anything else from Sarah? I'll just say, yeah, the, the, I guess the, like Stephanie was saying, the eight year cycle, just also imagine that like things are going to 
they're going to be different, you know, in eight years, like you're going to be able to look back and see as long as you can welcome in the changes that want to come and not be afraid, like it will be an easy journey. So with, with that, and then over the 40 days too, I mean, this is a time where you really get to review your values. What is valuable, you know, to you truly not based on cultural norms, not based on social pressures, not based on relational pressures, not based on family, not based on any of it, like what is valuable to your heart. And I would invite everyone to think about that over the, um, the next 40 days and, and follow the breadcrumbs. I love that. And it is like the sense of allowing. So when the breadcrumbs come, don't like run the opposite direction, actually keep moving towards them, keep flowing down with the current like that. That's the kind of energy that's allotted to us right now. And I'm so excited to, to see this transformation. And yeah, so it's like every eight years we get more and more embodied in our Venusian ways. So we'll be completely changed women in eight years and I'm so for it. So loving you all so much. We hope this was helpful. As always, you can send um, any like topic request or any sort of feedback, any insights to us at hello at stephaniekaby.com. We will see you next week. Bye. That's it. Immense gratitude for you for tuning in. And as Kristen puts it so well. And I just want to say to any listener that there's there's a lot more nectar and juicy honey where that came from